Live from Cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket. Tonight we have got Rico on the board, Megan Walker is your host, and we have a very special guest from Nebraska track team, Nico Schultz. What's going on, Nico and Rico? (laughs) Good duo. Ooh, that sounds fun. Man. Nuri will not be joining us tonight. He had an obligation, so he will not be here. But we are going to have some fun. And, yeah, we've got some good food. We've got a B-A-L-T, which I've had before from Lincoln's Pub. It is a bacon lettuce tomato with avocado on it, and I thought it was really good. <laughs> and then we also have a strawberry chicken wrap. So, Nico, I'm going to let you choose between the two which ones you'd want. So. Hey, give, me, give me the one with the avocado, man. Avocado, sounds good. It is really good. I've had it before. <laughs> Lincoln's Pub, amazing food. Special shout-out to Megan. This is her first solo podcast, so she can go ahead and take charge. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to see how this goes. 100%. So, Nico, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I was on 93.7 not too long ago. Some of you guys who are tuned in here, I used to run uh, Timeless Talks. So, podcast host on the side, but right now I'm a fully obligated student athlete from Nebraska, just like Megan, track and field, traveling on the weekends, practicing, trying to balance all the schoolwork. Um, I'm currently trying to get onto the Puerto Rican national team for track and field. That's been one of my goals since I was, you know, I started track and field. Um, I'm in contention for that. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. Been trying to grow that. It's been pretty tough though with the busy, busy track schedule. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. Megan, do you want to remind the people who you are? <laughs> <laughs> I am Megan Walker. I am a freshman for the University of Nebraska track team, and I am blessed to be teammates with Nico. So yeah. <laughs> so we just had a track meet this weekend in Arkansas. Nico, how did you think it went? It went great. It went great. Um, my PR going into this track season was a 152 in the 800. Last year, I got a stress reaction that set me out for four months, so I missed my entire freshman year. So this um, off season, from the summer, from the fall, I was you know training very hard to get into the, the position I'm in now. And this weekend, this weekend in Arkansas, ended up going 148 in the 800, shaved four seconds off my personal best. Currently ranked, I think ninth in the Big Ten, 45th in the nation, and I'm just trying to help the team win a Big Ten championship. So I I think it went great. That is amazing. So happy for you. It is crazy because last weekend you. PR'd by two seconds, right? Yeah, PR'd by two seconds. And the weekend before that, it was three seconds. So that yeah. is so spectacular. It's crazy what new spikes can do. I was wearing some pretty <laughs> bad spikes, and my equipment manager, she's been, I've been chasing her around trying to get some new spikes for the last two months, and she wasn't able to pull through. So I ended up dropping $140 on a new pair of spikes, had them ordered to the hotel in Arkansas. <laughs> went behind the counter i said do you guys have something for me and they said mr schultz here are your new spikes got my new spikes tried them on first race ended up pring by two and a half seconds so it was amazing megan go ahead and talk about your experience down in arkansas how was your first travel trip my first travel trip it was definitely an experience like in high school when you travel like it's nowhere compares to college like 100%. college you have so much free time like you just get money you get to go get food wherever you want so i feel like you have to really be responsible with like what food you're going to eat, like what time you're going to go to bed, like all of these things. But it was so much fun. Like we have an amazing track team. It's, I noticed. It's crazy. Like the, the bond this year is, is insane. I mean, I'm in your set, like similar shoes because I didn't get to travel last year. I was hurt, obviously. So this was my second ever travel meet. So like 
I'm like everything you're seeing, I'm seeing for the first time too. Mm-hmm. Like I remember on the bus, you were like, "Hey, where do I park my car?" And literally <laughs> the week prior, like I didn't know I was just in your same shoes. I don't know where to park. Like so, whenever you travel, you can't park in the Devaney parking lot because if you do, your car your car is gonna get towed. So you got to park all the way at the soccer fields. It's like a mile away. So it's just little things that you don't even pick up on. Like I remember when I went to Texas Tech for the first time last, uh, I think two or three weeks ago. Um, I ended up wearing like all the wrong gear. There's like an itinerary of what type of gear you're supposed to be wearing. I got called out by my coaches like, "What are you doing? I was wearing the right." stuff i was so nervous but the nerves just go away as, as the track meets get bigger in my opinion so i felt like over the weekend like you really team bond yes like, there's so much yes. time together like you learn so much about each other like i felt like i was able to see people at like a new new vision new light the highlight of my week was definitely going to olive garden with nick bryant <laughs> highlight of my weekend <laughs> i forgot you were there i yeah. really did forget you were there nick <laughs> has so many interesting stories we that was a fun podcast me and you me you him and oh, chris yeah. did that one time very very interesting podcast but uh megan if you can go ahead and remind the people of um kind of like how you got to nebraska just for any other new listeners here mm-hmm. so how i got to nebraska i'm originally from south dakota I ran at Brandon Valley High School, and my junior year, I started getting recruited by Brenton Emanuel, who is the track coach here. Coach B. And I never thought I'd end up at Nebraska. I had so many other choices that I, like, loved, and then I finally came to Nebraska on my visit, and I just knew in my heart that this is where I was supposed to be. Like, I went on an Iowa trip the next week after, and I was like, I hate this. This is not (laughs) even compared to Nebraska. So, yeah, I just knew that this is where I'm meant to be. What do you think separated it, Nebraska, from all the other schools? I don't know. I just, like something just like hit me like really hard like this is perfect like I feel so loved like I feel so welcomed that I just want to be here like I felt like Nebraska like the following that they have and the support of the fans is so great that it just makes you feel loved and makes you want to be a good athlete and it makes you want to perform well for your team so yeah that's really that's really it how about you what made you want to come to Nebraska (laughs) I was in similar uh similar boat as you um except it's a little bit different just because uh, my recruiting trip and everything was kind of during that 2020 time period. So I think what you were like a sophomore in high school when COVID hit, right? So yep. I was a junior slash senior. Um, it was a really kind of rough process, but you know, my, I think they called it a junior day visit, junior day visit. My first everyone was to actually uh, Eastern Illinois with coach E back in like 2019. So I really liked uh, coach E didn't like Eastern. And then right after Eastern, I went to Iowa and I was like, wow, this is like top tier. Like this is insane. And surprisingly, I never took a visit down to Nebraska. Um, I knew Coach E was going to come here, and I kind of had to make the choice because of the regulations and rules with the COVID-19 virus that I wasn't able to, like, see in person, get a visit or anything. So I kind of had to, you know, make my decision without physically being in Nebraska. And, like, I don't know, just something about it, just um, kind of the same thing. Like, I can tell that the environment was just different uh, based upon the other schools and the other coaches. Like, it just didn't really feel like the right fit. So I kind of took a gamble coming here. But, I mean, I ended up making the right choice. And uh, even despite last year's, injury and not being here i mean like the the team chemistry you feel this year it wasn't always like that like you know with the new coaching staff with the new athletes um this year i feel like it's something like really special in there do you agree i definitely agree and shout out to coach e who's supposed to be having a baby today oh yeah shout out to coach e with the i think this is fourth right this is his third and they're third? all girls oh my god so i thought that was so crazy he's a dad girl so Man. yeah super excited for him Man. but yeah i just feel like even when you don't like you're injured and you're not competing like you still feel like you're getting love like, the trainers are helping you out. Coaches are still making sure you're okay. Like, that's how amazing Nebraska is. Like, they care about every athlete. Yeah, 100% too. And this is the place I feel like it's it's great to grow. Like, um, like for you know, for my injury last year, like, you know, I was really going through it. But there were a lot of supportive people that like, hey, man, you know, this might not be your year. But, you know, next year be your year. And like uh, Jenna, for example, um, I think her freshman year, she was injured the entire year. 
and I saw her the next year, her sophomore year before you came. She was killing it. You know, she won Big Tens indoors, outdoors. She went to nationals. She was placing like top five, top six. And I just saw that. And I always asked, like, you know, how do you like persevere through that? Like you were injured your whole freshman year. You had all these expectations on you. How did you come in your sophomore year, your redshirt freshman year and, you know, perform at this level? And she was just like, you know, I just had my faith and I just kept on being, you know, working hard, trusting myself, trusting my training. And I just went out there and performed. And like, I feel like ever since then, I was like, all right, bet. Like uh, it was, it's kind of weird how similar, like, shoes like i ended up like falling within her her same thing because um like i said i think she went number three this weekend uh we both are going through like some like foot slash ankle injuries right now i got i came down with turf toe she was like jammed her ankle so yeah that's crazy yeah turf toe turbo is the turf new nickname that's turbo. come up for nico yeah coach, quite amazing <laughs> coach e actually wasn't gonna let me go to arkansas i was scratched i was literally scratched not supposed to go to this meet and i convinced him to let me get in he was like sorry cody told me that it's too late you're already out of the meet and the next thing you know as we're having that same conversation he's like actually cody told me you can go do you want to go i'm like coach e, i promise you, you would not disappoint taking me and then ended up doing great with the turf toe and i'm not even gonna lie to you either a tear was coming out of my eye before the four by four because of how bad <laughs> my my toe is hurting oh but after the after the four four i felt amazing that's amazing well it's crazy because like freshman year you suffered with an injury and mm-hmm. i feel like many athletes when they suffer with an injury and they're not competing they're not practicing they kind of fall into this like oh i don't care anymore like i'm gonna start drinking i'm gonna start smoking like they get into that path so mm-hmm. like kudos to you for just keep pushing through it yeah i appreciate that megan and like um i kind of had to distract myself with like some type of a passion uh that's actually when we picked up on the podcast timeless talks i mean chris was injured i was injured and then we both sat down with each other and like hey like you know what's something we can do to give recognition to athletes who don't get the same recognition let's say as football players as volleyball players so we sat down we created timeless talks that's when i created my youtube channel that's when i created you know editing and like you know stuff like that just takes you in like a whole entire new direction when when something doesn't go your way you know like last year i would have loved to mckillen i would have loved to be in contention and winning a big 10 championship but that just wasn't in the, in the book in the script for me you know so like i had to kind of uh, take a detour um and you know just try something new so uh have you ever had like a like a really bad injury or not really i'm gonna be honest with you senior year i had my toe was infected what so i was struggling like i competed a meet i wouldn't compete because like it would be hurting really bad and i wasn't very like open to like my coach or my trainers about it because i feel like when you're hurting as an athlete like you don't want to seem weak right like you don't want to admit like oh i'm hurting i can't do this 200 percent. so i just kept pushing through it and then it really got to a point where it was really bad so Man. i had to like step out but that was probably my worst injury i've ever had what was the infection like what what, what was it like the diagnosis um like my toe nail was like digging into my skin so it was like an ingrown oh. toenail and then it like got infected because like i kept cutting at it so it was like <laughs> my fault but yeah Sheesh. crazy how long did that set you out like two weeks two weeks two weeks and then like break and then another two weeks so like it was kind of a repetitive thing mm-hmm. yeah so, hey if that's your worst injury i mean you're looking good i mean how do you feel about you know your freshman year and just kind of the the difference between training of high school versus being a division one athlete how do you feel high school i feel like didn't prepare me for college like <laughs> the high school workouts like they were like good workouts right. but when you get to college i feel like the workouts are just so much more like harder like they're farther distances they're at a higher pace and you're surrounded by so many people that are stellar athletes which i wasn't used to in high school i was usually like the big dog and so now i'm surrounded by so many big dogs (laughs) so like you have to find your place in the mix yeah but yeah i think college is spectacular like yeah i love it it's amazing i really love it especially college sports mm, 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 mm. Mm -hmm. people always tell me too like the old heads they're always like man you're gonna love college like um like it really flies by and i didn't realize that until i went home for the summer and 
I just wasn't in school. Like when you're in school, you're in the mix, you're doing homework, you're seeing friends, you're seeing people. Sometimes it's stressful, sometimes it's great. But then when you get out of it, like you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And I was like, man, like, I really miss college. Like I can't wait to go back. But at the same time too, like with that being injured uh, my freshman year, I have like another year. I have that fifth year I could potentially go on. And like right now when I think about it, I'm like, man, do I really want to stay in college for five years? I don't know if I want to. But when the time comes, people always say your mindset always switches. So um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, like, struggle, like, getting out of your sport. Like, when you do graduate college, like, mm-hmm. what are you now? Because your identity, what like, your you whole now? year of college was, like, you were an athlete. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to find your new, like, place that you are in life. Identity crisis. Yeah. Do you have any idea what you want to do post-collegiately? Hmm. Okay, my major is criminal justice. Mm-hmm. And so, I always kind of thought, like, lawyer, like, that kind of area. Right. But I kind of, like, dipped into, like, I kind of want to be, like, a psychiatrist. Really? Like, there's parts of me, like, I would, like, love to do that. So, yeah. How about you? Me? Uh, I'm in marketing right now. Mm-hmm. So anywhere within just like, you know, social media, anywhere with I'm going to help people. I love podcasting. Um, I just can't sit in an office all day. That's that's one thing about me. Like I love editing, but at the same time, too, like when I'm stuck in a, a computer all day, just editing, uh, doing it's, it's cool being behind the scenes. But like I really need to be active out there doing something, making a change, in my opinion. Like I just can't be the man behind the scenes like. Like, for me, like, I don't really care about all the attention, but I just got to make sure that, I, like, I'm there helping people, like, like physically. There's just something different when you're in person helping people do something. Whatever that job may pertain, I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah. What makes you want to get into psychology? What do you think characteristics that you have fits that? I don't know how to explain it. Like, mm-hmm. I just love, like, the mindset. Like, the classes that I'm taking for psych, like, it just interests me so much. And, mm-hmm. like, I see people working in those areas and like that makes me like curious like oh like what if i want to jump into this i don't know i feel like i'm at that stage in my life where like i don't know what's gonna happen next right, right. yeah i could totally see you doing something marketing in the future <laughs> it's a part of your marketing plan for your life is to only follow two people on instagram is that part of it <laughs> it's actually three three oh so three. who are those three special three. people that you follow so three special people i follow on my instagram i got my little brother i got the thomas talks brand and then there is this company called Las Vegas Equipment Rentals that I help run their social media for my uncle. So those are the three. And the reason I switched that three, uh, I kind of switched my Instagram to more like a, like a business account. That's the only reason I kind of made the switch. Like, um, And it was more like a, a social media comparative thing. I feel like in social media, especially Instagram for me, because Instagram is my favorite app, I find myself <laughs> comparing myself to like a lot of different people, like a lot of athletes. And you know, it can get hard. Like when you're scrolling on social media for hours and hours and hours, your brain, it just, it starts acting a little bit different. You start like, you know, like, dang, like I'm not as good as this other person. I don't have as many followers as this other person. The It's always been a goal for me to get to a point where I can just post and put my phone down. So, um, yeah, I think doing that, like, I don't see any feeds. Like I don't see anybody, you know, I only see what I get tagged in. I only see my own posts. So whenever I see my own posts, I'm always thinking like, all right, bet. Like I'm just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about what I want to do next. And like, if, if you look at it now, it's really just track related. Uh, I haven't even been posting like, like content or editing or anything like that. So, but bouncing this back to you and your social media following, uh, there was a track picture that you posted for Media Day that ended up what? Getting like 3,000, 4,000? It's at 5,000 likes, right 5, likes right now. 5,000 likes right now. So can you go ahead and describe your social media presence and where you want to take, you know, your social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my social media has kind of blown up over the past month, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I had posted a TikTok and Barstool Athletics had reposted it. And right. so I think I'm at like 11,000 followers today. Cash and it's to Chris. continuing to grow. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be like the new Chris. The yeah. new Chris Ramsey, shout out him. Literally. But yeah, I really just want to like, I don't know if you know Tori Ortiz. I do. She's an athlete. I met her this prior weekend and I talked to her a little bit about like social media and like how she is. And I kind of want to get to that point like where I'm at like 200,000 followers. Right. Like I want to be able to be that person that's influencing like younger girls. Like I want to be showing them like 
ways you can be a good athlete and like a good person and like help your community like that's the point I want to get to I want to be someone who that people can look up to and like be someone that you can look out to for advice like I want to be a person that people ask for advice 100% 100% if you know Tori's story like I've been following her for a while because you know obviously you no know, coach e-coached her back in the day mm-hmm. right so I think before she went to Oklahoma State she had like 2,000 followers really wasn't a big face on social media and like she just slowly and just persistently just started grinding like there was a TikTok she posted and she posted her whole entire journey and like I think her first really big breakthrough was when she signed a deal with I think Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. she's the first ever NIL athlete of Tyreek Hill and then she got a WWE NIL deal and like I think she's the most paid women nil athlete in track and field or in nil in general like she has over 150,000 on tiktok on, on instagram and like yeah i mean she just like is like the epitome of nil like she's literally paved the way for like women so i mean i think that's really cool that you're able to go up to her and ask her questions like that and she's puerto rican too that's pretty she's puerto awesome. rican she yeah. wants to represent puerto rico too so shout out her i that's really like Tori. Sweet. yeah i just feel like like women as athletes like they're looked at when they have like great success but i kind of want to like value the women that are strong that aren't having as much success right like so that everyone gets like the spotlight you know 100%. yeah i feel like in society today on social media especially like women are looked at because of like their beauty and like not how their talent is right so i kind of want to like value that a little bit more can you go more into depth on kind of like that aspect like what do you want to know like okay there was a part you said like um like you don't want to be um like so are you saying that you don't want to have to be able to run like a crazy time in order to get like kind of the recognition well, I think, like, beauty and, like, how you look shouldn't be, the like, why you have so many Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be, like, who you are as a person, like, how you perform. Like, that should be, like, the key of it. Because, like, no duh, a guy's going to follow a hot girl. 100%. True. But, like, I feel like women that, like, are strong, like, people, like, that's who I want to try and, like, get more of a following. Like, I want to help girls and reach out and, like, help them grow their brand. Like, have people have a spotlight that wouldn't think they would even deserve one. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. What kind of posts do you think you can throw up in order to, like, represent that, like, kind of curve your profile towards that? What are you thinking? I don't know. So, I mentor a little girl. Mm-hmm. So, I do it through teammates. I don't know if you know what that is. But, like, I've been talking to her because she, like, wants to, like, get out there. She wants to, like, grow her brand. And she's only nine. But, like, she's <laughs> seeing so many other people do it. Like, right. she wants to be, like, big. And so, I feel like, I don't know what yet, but, like, I'm thinking about stuff. So, if you have any ideas. But, like, I want to help <laughs> little kid girls, like, get out there. Like, right. In a good, positive way, though. 100%. Yeah, I wonder what you could, I mean, what you can do. I mean, like, you know, there's a new thing that blows up every single day. And I mm-hmm. feel like um, if you were to able to reach out to Tori, because, you know, she has such a big following right now. Like, I feel like if you two can kind of, like, brainstorm something, because obviously you're in the come up. She's already at the top of the mountain. So, like, if you can somehow, like, work with her. I mean, like, I texted her, I think, two days ago about, you know, the um, like, every single week there's a Puerto Rican newsletter that sent out mm-hmm. all the Puerto Rican athletes in the USA. And I was on that list. And then uh, she was on that list. And I texted her, like, hey, like, Puerto Rico's noticing you. Congratulations. So, like, she's a really nice person. She's really cool. So, I think if you just work with her, like, you can definitely She texted me today not to break. Really? What'd she, yeah. say? What'd she say? She just said, like, girl, you are so cute. She slid up on my Instagram story. But, yeah, <laughs> like, I think she is a great example of a strong woman who is taking advantage of what life has given her. 100%. So, yeah, shout out to her. Six figures. <laughs> Literally. Six figures as a college athlete. Like, if you manage your money right, I, I got the chance to talk about this with the volleyball girls, too. Like, you can really be solid coming out of college just mm-hmm. upon just, like, your image and it's crazy because five years ago it wasn't even like this like we're living in a time period where you literally can make like an amazing amount of money just off you as an athlete like that's crazy even just like fathom as a guy it's a lot more difficult (laughs) as a guy you really have to play your cards right and be smooth like for me i don't think i've had one and i don't deal so far i'm trying i'm trying to get up there but 
It's I just, just had one today, and I just got another I one, just today. Got one today. Which no. one? Um, I got a Lulu's. It's like a dress kind of clothing brand for two hundred. No, Lulu's. I'm working Lulu's. on a Lululemon deal. I'm getting out of getting wow. sued right now. So for what? Um, I had signed a contract with a management group for four years, and I thought it was going to work out, but it wasn't really. They weren't doing oh, anything snap. for me. So then I was like, I'd like to terminate the contract, and then they're like, you can't do that unless you pay us like all this money. So then I have a lawyer who's like back and forth trying to yeah wow it's chaotic but then lululemon deal afterwards so what did they just dm you or did you dm them or how they had reached out okay freshman year you're brand new you're just getting into track like i was innocent like i was this little lamb and they were this (laughs) big lion who's like we have got all these athletes we think you would be perfect and then i as my social media grew like i happened to be one of their best athletes that they had like social media following and so then of course they didn't want to lose that one person that they had and so, yeah, they just wanted to keep me locked down. So I don't want to pay money to get out of it. So we're working on it. So. Oh, snap. What's your best NIL deal right now? My best NIL deal? Yeah. What, define best. Like, how would you describe that? Because the Beyond Meat Jerky was pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's say biggest name brand. Biggest name brand. Beyond Meat is a, like, good name brand. Mm-hmm. Like, local Lincoln. Like, I've had a few local Lincoln areas, which not many people know about Mm -hmm. lulu's is pretty big for like girls clothing it is so i think those two are probably my biggest so far and then what is your dream and i what is my probably like uggs really get some like ugg shoes just new kind that'd be insane what do you think you have to do in order to close that deal i feel like i would have to have like a million followers a mil a million how much do you think you'd have to have i don't know i feel like the mill wouldn't even have to matter i just feel like you'd have to get trending yeah that's fast. like um i feel like if you're trending you have a lot of followers get, get a picture of you walking onto the the bus with <laughs> my on. coach Uggs. would probably yell at me for not having <laughs> yeah, Adidas shoes not on having the travel shoes on he does get mad about that no but like if you look at like like jess and ash right now like i guarantee mm-hmm. you they can somehow pull off a deal with uggs because every single one of their views are getting over twenty thousand. that's like facts. every or one of their tiktok videos like it's insane what what it's come to nowadays i mean like it's crazy how like girls usually get more trending than guys do. Like I feel like it's that's kind of bad for you guys. <laughs> it's hard. It's just a different. It's just a different platform. Like yeah. you know, I mean, you guys are blessed. I mean, you guys just gotta take advantage of the opportunity. You know, like like in order for a guy to get to thirty thousand followers, it's it's gonna be a lot more difficult for us than it is for women. I feel like for us, we'd have to like either be really funny, have a lot of money, <laughs> or just somehow be famous off of something. Literally. And like. Like, I don't want to see me when I'm saying this, but like if a, if a pretty girl's on social media, like it's a lot easier for her to gain a following than there's a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't know. It's just how it is. It's just how society works, you know? Well, I feel like it is girls follow girls, like mm-hmm. guys follow girls. And then like guys aren't going to follow guys unless they like have a good reason to, <laughs> a you good know? Reason. Right, right. And I'm it's funny too. Follow Nico. You're going to follow Nico. I'm you know I'm what? I'm going to unfollow Nico. Yeah, well, he's hey. not going to follow you back. So. <laughs> well, I tweeted at him. I congratulated him out on his on his PR, and I got nothing back. And I was like, oh. well, I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh, that's so I was so sorry. Okay. The phone was I was like, I was up. like, oh, you're Puerto Rican brothers, and, you know, I, I help you out with your show sometimes. But <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Man. It's all right. It's hey, all right. right after it's this fine. show, I'm going to go ahead and retweet it's your whatever, tweet. Man. No, it's fine. It's too late now. I'm okay. It's too late. It's too late He's crying. It's okay. I cried at home. My daughter was like, are you okay, Daddy? And I go, I'm fine. It's just Nico's breaking my heart. But... We're going to go to a break right now. Awesome. When we come back, we'll get we'll get into some more of the, you know, speed and power, mostly speed today speed. Uh, on 93.7 The Ticket.